Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for three. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's on now. Downtown Dan connects. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, I've seen Dan Dicko hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. Welcome to today's episode of the ISO with myself, your host, Dan Dickow. For SB Live Sports and the Believe Podcast Network, conversations with experts in the field of sports. Today's someone I've got to work with for the first time this past March Madness when I went back to work in studio for CBS Sports Network during their coverage of the NCAA tournament. Our guest, one of their prized hosts in studio, also does a number of in-person commentary the great Brent Stover. Brent, appreciate you joining me from uh, from your, your apartment back in New York City these days. Uh, good to see a smile on your face because you live in one of the greatest cities in the world that it seems like things are getting a little bit back to normal. Hey man, Dan, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, this is cool. Um, uh, yeah, it is getting back to normal. I think it's going to be a really fun summer. And um, it's funny, I, I actually love New York City, which I'm from a small town in Kansas. And you know, my last stop was Chicago, which was a perfect fit for me. So when I first moved here, it was a little bit much, but I've grown to love it. And now I, I don't know if I'll ever leave. So yeah, it's, uh, I'm happy to see that, that things are coming back and, uh, and it's, it's a cool place to be. So growing up in a small town in the Midwest, living in New York City now, you've got, uh, I can imagine, you know, that all-American upbringing of, of maybe following a certain team uh, with a diehard passion that I know a lot of people from the Midwest have. Now, you've also been in the big city of Chicago and New York uh, where you can see, you know, the business side of sports in covering them from the inside. Do you have a favorite team, both as a youth, and then do you have a team now that you pull for, even though I know you can't share that on air? So, yeah, I'm a Kansas State guy. Um, so, as you probably know, uh, graduated there in the late 90s. I ran track and cross country, and we had a really good football at the time with Michael Bishop at quarterback uh, and then Jonathan Beasley and almost almost played for a national title in the late 90s. So, definitely die hard. That's never left me, never will Kansas State. But definitely Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas City Royals which, I mean, I, there's never been a, a better period in history to be a Chiefs fan than right now. Sure. So it, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Plus, the Royals are having a pretty good summer. They're a couple games above 500, won a World Series six years ago. So I got no complaints with my teams right now. So if you were growing up in Kansas, I'm, I'm trying to picture the era, and I think I'm going to be correct. That would have been the Bo Jackson, Kansas City Royals, George Brett era. Am I right? That's exactly right. Yep. Any uh, any wiffle ball games in the backyard or or, you know, pick up Sandlot baseball games where you tried to break a bat over your knee to be like Bo? 
Yes, we used to do that all the time. And we definitely wiffle ball. Like I had a, a field in my backyard. Um, and I mean, literally every night, either at my place or the neighbors also had a field a couple doors down. Like we played wiffle ball literally every night in the summer and throughout the day as well. And um, I do remember like, you know, at a certain point, those little, yeah, those skinny yellow wiffle ball bats would start to really kind of flatten out and you'd have to move on to the next one. And I definitely remember a couple of times like doing that, like in the Bo Jackson um, over my leg, which is so funny. Literally last weekend, I called a college baseball game on CBS Sports Network with Bobby Valentine, the former Mets and Rangers manager. And we were talking, I was talking about when I was growing up in Kansas, I remember going to games against the Rangers and he was the manager. And we were joking about that, how Bo Jackson, um, you know, that was kind of the signature thing. He did that a couple of times. So as a kid, yeah, very impressionable with that. So growing up in the Midwest, I'm sure very similar to myself in the Northwest, you have goals and aspirations and dreams that you want to take your athletic career as high as possible. You, as mentioned, uh, competed in track and field in, in, in cross country at Kansas State. In the back of your mind, though, did you always want to get into sports journalism and media, become a broadcaster? Yeah, I was fortunate that I always kind of knew this is what I would do. Um, I have uh, cassette tapes. That's how old I am, which I don't I guess I'm probably not that much older than you, but I definitely got a couple years on you. But uh, the, the old cassette players and I would be I, my bedroom was in the basement. And so I kind of had some privacy down there, even as a young kid seven, eight years old, and I would turn down the volume on games, like a Cubs game in the afternoon at WGN, and I'd hit record, and I would record myself broadcasting the game off the TV, and I got those old cassette tapes um, where, you know, and I took it way too seriously. Like, there was one time where I, I forgot to hit pause, and I kept recording, and you can hear my mom from the top of the stairs saying, Brent, you've got a phone call, you know, normal, you know, regular phone call, and that you Kids these days don't understand that you had a phone on the wall. And you can hear me <laughs> saying, Mom, I'm trying to broadcast the game. Like, I just couldn't be bothered, you know, by the fact that my mom quickly <laughs> telling me I had a call. But, yeah, that was – I kind of just always knew that that's what I would do. So I got a lot of practice, which is funny because three and a half decades later, and you probably did it, Dan, this year, where we are now, throughout the pandemic, unfortunately, calling games off of monitors. And I was joking with my dad recently – um, because I actually did a couple games this spring from right at this table in my apartment. I was like, Dad, I was three and a half decades ahead of my time, like calling games off the TV because that's what we're doing now. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, uh, you you were three and a half decades ahead of calling games from home, and uh, but it was a lot of practice. It got you ready. Yeah, I grew up in the Portland area, and I used to love to listen to the great radio broadcaster Bill Shonley. Um, <laughs> you know. Back in those days, I know we're dating ourselves. Holy cow, we're not that old. But <laughs> the Blazers only had a certain amount of games that were on regionally. National TV games, I think CBS carried like one a week, and that was not until the Christmas Day game and then throughout the rest of the year. So a lot of my Blazer fandom grew from listening to Bill Shonley on the radio. So I look at him as the, the pivotal kind of play-by-play -play guy. And then as I kind of grew up and I realized – you know, I'd love to do the analyst side of things. There's different guys that I paid attention to and, and tried to kind of learn from and listen to. Who would it be for you on the analyst or the studio host side? 
So the studio host side, and it's uh, that's another interesting thing, is it was Brent Musburger because he used to host the NFL Today on CBS. And so here I am years later. Obviously, I'm not in that role, um, but, you know, being a studio host within the CBS sports family is pretty cool. And um, A, I was a huge NFL fan, but B, and probably more importantly, is, you know, as a kid, like we shared the same first name and there wasn't like a ton of kids named Brent. And so I just thought that was the coolest thing. Um, so definitely there. And then as I, as I, as I grew up, like, like Jack Buck, I used to love watching Jack Buck. Like I remember him calling the world series on CBS and um, guys like uh, Bob Costas and um, Mitch Holtis, who's the longtime radio voice of the Kansas city chiefs. He kind of took me under his wing when he was the voice of Kansas state. And I was like in middle school, high school, um, and wanting to get into the business. So those were some of the guys sort of locally and nationally that I, um, that I really looked up to, but I'm the same way, you know, like, and I still like, Dan, I'll walk around the city. Like I'm going to do it today. Like I'll go for a long walk and just throw a baseball game in my ear. Like, you know, I've got the, whatever the MLB radio package or whatever sports, soccer, whatever. I just, I love, there's something still special to me about that. Um, yeah. it's, it's hearing those guys, um, on the radio, you know, and like you, in any day, in this day and age, you can get any game you want. So like, I, I was walking around listening to Mike Shannon, St. Louis Cardinals, been there forever, of course, you know, um, or Denny Matthews, who still does the Royals and did them when I was growing up. There's just something kind of special. And for me, it's not as much about the game, but just kind of having that voice in my ear. I want to take a moment to tell you about some exciting news for high school sports fans across the country. SB Live Sports has launched a free iPhone and Android app featuring the latest high school sports news, scores, videos, polls, photos, podcasts, player rankings, and much more. With the SB Live Sports app, it is now even easier to follow your favorite team. With real-time scores and news alerts, as well as video highlights, podcasts, photo galleries, rankings, game coverage, and much more, the app delivers all the content you want in one convenient place. The SB Live Sports app features exclusive content from on-the-ground reporters across the country, and it's the number one source for Washington high school sports fans. With coverage from reporters Todd Millis and Andy Bueller, me, Dan Dickow, SB Live's recruiting expert. This SB Live sports app is available at no charge in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Download it today. I'm the same way. I'll, I'll flip around uh, radio stations during during the college basketball season and, and try to find a game and just listen. Um, and it's it's so impressive to me that there there's a lot of really good broadcasters, but then there's guys that just absolutely stand out and the guys that you mentioned, Brent Musburger, Bob Costas, you know, those are great guys that, that absolutely have stood out. But as you continue to grow in this business, you get more and more opportunities. You cover great events, you go to amazing games. And, and I remember, you know, for myself, when I first started getting into it, there's kind of a, a climb that you do in your career. And, and uh, you know, obviously we all still want to keep climbing that ladder, but what event maybe were you a part of, or maybe it was when CBS Sports brought you on full time here in New York that you realized, you know what, I'm this is awesome. I'm doing what I love, and I'm really 
kind of starting to be recognized for being very good at this. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, it was probably when CBS, I had worked from 2010, I had, was doing games for CBS Sports Network and they invited me out to do some studio, kind of like what you did this last March. And I did that during football as well as March Madness. And I was still living in Chicago, so I'd kind of go back and forth. But um, in 2012, when I moved out here, when they invited me and I started doing studio, like, you know, full time, still calling games, but living out here. And, and when, um, you know, when I did that in 2012, I, I think you, you hit it on the head. That was probably one of those moments where I was like, dang, I've, I'm really blessed to be in this spot. Like things have always just sort of fallen in place for me. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a man of faith. And so there's a, there's that, that huge factor for me, um, where I just have always felt like there's been this path where I've been really fortunate. And, um, the, the, the more and more I'm with this great company and getting the opportunities that I have and to work with people such as yourself and the, and the different guys during football and basketball that I get to work with um, and realize that it, it's a, it's a challenging time in TV um, in, 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 in the media, especially, you know, because of the, the pandemic and, and um, there, there's more and more opportunities, but there's so much, uh, competition out there and and so many people men and women doing what we do and and to to continue to kind of be in this spot and to get opportunities and and to always I guess feel really comfortable there because of the really cool people I get to work with and work for um I feel like every time I you know sign a new extension I just I feel very you know I guess it really hits me new each time um, that, um, you know, especially based on what we've been, everybody's been through over the last year and seeing that there are really talented people and really good people in our business that are, you know, maybe um, losing out on opportunities or maybe having to take a break from the business. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit at a loss for words. You kind of caught me with a good question at, at the perfect time for it because it's, um, as you know, it, it can be really fleeting and I'm, I, uh, it's, it's been really nice to, uh, to continue to get these opportunities and, and to see growth and, and more opportunities down the road, I believe. Well, I can tell the passion that you have in your voice for being so appreciative of being in our industry and, and having those opportunities. And, and I feel the same way. Like when I get to call games in the NCAA tournament for the West for Westwood one radio, that's the best time of the year. The chance, the opportunity I had this past year to cover the second weekend of games in studio with you guys at CBS Sports, that is something that you know I, I've wanted to do, and now I had the chance to do it. And, and obviously, you know, to be good at something, you always want to keep pushing and getting better and more opportunities. Um, but to hear your your passion and, and the gratefulness in your voice uh, is awesome. Is there an event that you have covered, be it the Final Four, I don't know, maybe a Super Bowl, uh, that you just walked in? And I don't want to say you were overwhelmed because you couldn't do the the coverage that was necessary, but you just walked in and you were like, oh boy, I better be ready today. This this is on another level. Army-Navy, every year. Like People ask me if I get nervous, but um, I, I don't typically get nervous, but then there's certain things like that, and that happens – Pretty much every, we, you know, you've seen how we take the, the desk, sort of like 
college game day where we'll take the best of the big events. Um, and man, every early December when we go, whether it's in, usually it's in Philadelphia, sometimes in Baltimore, I think it's in New York this year, but we, t- we were on that field, on that desk and Army and Navy are warming up and you got the, the brigade of midshipmen and the cadets and everybody around you. Like that's for me every year, that moment is just like, uh, cause, cause just how big it is. It's so much more than the game, but also like, yeah, you'd be better be ready to go. We're doing 90 minutes or it ends up being, I think two and a half hours of pregame before the yeah. game is with CBS. And then this past year I, I did my first, we did the same thing where we took the desk to the Super Bowl, and that was really cool as well. And even though it was different that our desk wasn't right at the stadium, you know, there were some protocols and stuff, but being a part of that with Kevin Carter and then Charles Davis, who's obviously one of the top NFL guys on CBS. Like that was another moment where I was like, man, this is really cool. And then every final four, when we've, when we're out there providing the around the clock coverage and right outside the arena, I mean, it's, it's those big ones where I guess you would say where we take the desk on the road and it's sort of that perfect match for me. Cause I, I like, being on the road to call games, but I also love studio. So when we take the studio to the game, those are always the really special ones for me. Yeah. I can only imagine the army Navy game would, uh, would be something special to call. You know, I mean, it's not just one college versus another. It's literally, you know, it's, it's history of our country and, and, and people that care so deeply about our country. And I think that's a, a very important game in college football every single year. Now, with those big events, you're also having the opportunity to work with some really high-level professionals in, in the broadcast industry, guys that have maybe been either extremely talented players or coaches that have transitioned over into being broadcasters. Is there one or two broadcasters that sticks out to you as just maybe as being almost like a savant, like they call things or they see things in just a different way or they express them in such a way that it makes you look at things differently. Dan Dickow, definitely. <laughs> no, I, mean, I won't go there yet. Hopefully in a few years, yes, you can say that, and, and I'll believe it. But right now, I appreciate the support. Uh, no, you're a natural at it, and I do. I mean, the, the few days we got to work together, I mean, it was – and I knew it because I had watched – obviously watched a lot of your games, um, as we're usually doing halftime or post-game or whatever. Um but man, man, you're you're there. If you're not there, you're close. But you know, I I, I work with um, man, that's a tough one because yeah, I've worked with a lot of talented guys. I mean, in, in college football, you know, one guy that really stands out is Danny Cannell. He just really knows the game. Former Florida State quarterback, played in the NFL. Like he's um, he he sees the game differently. He sees it at sort of a higher level. Um, I work every Saturday, every weekend with Houston Nutt and Kevin Carter. And same thing there. I mean, these guys have, have seen more games and, and, and seen it at a different level. And the X's and O's, um, they've seen more than most or they've forgotten more than most people um, will ever know. Um, and a guy like, like Houston Nutt, because he coached and he was a three-time SEC coach of the year, like the, the coolest part of the job probably, and you witnessed it, it was a little different this year, again, because of protocols. But when we're sitting in that bullpen with 12 TVs and you can just bounce ideas off each other, you know, and, and learn like, coach, what'd you see on that play? What's going on here? And he'll sit there and draw it out for me. I mean, it's, I don't know that I can point to, you know, one specific guy to work. I've worked with a lot of really talented 
talented people um, yeah. in basketball and, and football, especially. But it's just, I guess, those moments where, where you, again, where you're grateful because not just because you're doing TV, but you're getting to watch games with with these guys and um, and like John Rothstein, the college basketball insider, like who literally knows every single thing, doesn't even need a highlight sheet, doesn't need names, stats, anything in front of him. Like he's definitely qualifies as a, a savant. Yeah, I had uh, John on on this pod very podcast uh, a month or so back, and I mean. It, the stories that he could tell, but also like the information, like it's nonstop. And that's it. There's a reason he says, you know, seven weeks or whatever till the college basketball season, you don't sleep till May. You know, I mean, it, it, in his case, it is absolutely true. The guy doesn't sleep until a short bit after the, the final four every year. And then he gets going preparing for the next upcoming season very quickly. It's crazy how much information those guys have. Dan, one guy I would add is Charles Davis. And the one time I got to work with him was at the Super Bowl. And he's obviously the, you know, the number two, you know, analyst It's at the NFL on CBS. And I've always loved them. We knew each other. We worked at the Big Ten Network together 13 years ago, briefly. And we had re- hadn't reconnected since then until at the 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 Super Bowl week. And he, he's a guy where you're like, Oh my gosh, like it's, it's a different level. He sees it differently. He's a heck of a nice guy. Um, and he just has that ability. Like there's, there's one thing in TV to be able to, Oh, wow. He, this guy knows everything or this woman knows everything, but then to be able to present it in such a way where you just can connect with the audience and you come across as the guy that you would want to meet at the bar and sit and have a beer with Charles Davis is that guy. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Brent, I appreciate the time. It's been uh, been great to hear a little bit more about your backstory, even though I know uh, we worked for a week or so together and I've watched you uh, so many times in studio when you're calling games or sharing games for CBS Sports. I understand. I know you're you have a second passion of country music and you're starting to uh, kind of work on an album. Really quickly, share us with us where people could find that if there's interest, and uh, hopefully they check it out. Absolutely. So I do country music. I released a single, um, my first single last October called Insta Girl Next Door, kind of a fun, cheeky song, and we did a music video for it as well. The music video is, is on YouTube, Brent Stover Music, but if you want to download the song, like, you know, like anything coming out, it's on all the platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, iTunes, everything. And then two weeks ago, I released my second single called Her Blue Eyes. And it's also on all the music platforms, kind of a slower love country song. And um, actually coming out this week, we are going to release a uh, kind of an acoustic live uh, music video called Central Park Sessions. We went and, and shot the video in Central Park on a really beautiful night and did kind of a stripped down acoustic version. So that'll be the video uh, piece to, to the song that's that's out there on all the platforms. I appreciate you asking, Dan. And then my first EP is going to come out in October. I'm going to have four songs released by then. So looking forward to seeing where it goes. But either way, it's been a lot of fun and a, and a passion and a fun hobby. Awesome. Well, I know with, uh, with as busy as you are with covering – sporting events for cbs sports you got to have a breakaway uh passion and that's what it is i'm looking forward to uh checking it out in the very near future so brent i appreciate you joining hopefully i will see you again in studio come college basketball season next year 
We'll make it happen. Thanks a lot for having me, Dan. This is fun. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.